The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Miami Heat Hoop Ball Heat Podcast, where saying something is completely different than acting upon it. And it's a quote from our star player, Jimmy Butler. My name is Luke Weber. I am joined by my trusty co-host, Ben Tovia. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Luke. Um, we say a lot of things here. It's kind of what we're supposed to do. This is a podcast. Acting on them, though, that's not our job. That's the Heat's job. Yeah, we just tell the Heat what they should do and hope that Pat Riley's out there uh, with his headphones on listening to some hoop ball heat and uh, realizing that we, we, we've got all the... Uh, we got all the plans laid out of how to bring this team back to the finals. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's been a crazy day so far. Um, we're recording this on draft night. Uh, Russell Westbrook maybe just got traded to the Lakers, but we're not sure yet. Um, yeah, I'm ready for the uh, big three debates to start happening and for uh, me to have to quit Twitter. <laughs> And listen, you can't have a big three with someone who got outplayed by Mario Chalmers in the finals. Don't do it. <laughs> of course I'm talking about LeBron James. Ooh, all right. Um, Put some heat on there. Of, well, hey, what, what's our show called? Well, hey, that's what our show is called. Football heat. Bring in the fire. Bring in that flame. All right, well. We got some news today, Ben. You were just getting into it, but Russell Westbrook. I mean, we remember just a couple. I think it was a year or two ago that we were that we were looking at a potential trade between the Heat and the Oklahoma City Thunder to acquire Westbrook after the Paul George trade went down, and of course he ended up getting. Uh, traded to Houston and then went to Washington and now we're here, but Miami very well could have had Russell Westbrook. What would that history look like? What would be different? Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. That deal was pretty much done. Like you had Woj saying they were extremely close to finishing it. I remember there was a, a Thunder uh, Reddit meme of that scene from Toy Story where um, – where Andy is talking to the little girl at the end of Toy Story 3 and like the Woody's face has Russell Westbrook's face on it. It's like, he'll always be there for you no matter what. Um, yeah, it, it almost happened. And, you know, the thing, you know, that season Miami ended up in the finals, obviously. Could have been very different if uh, that team wasn't put together in the way it was and had Westbrook instead. Well, we saw what happened to Russ Westbrook. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't exactly healthy going into the bubble. No. But if we had, I mean, if we could have seen Russell Westbrook there next to Jimmy and Bam, obviously the shooting creates concerns, which is why we weren't so high on Russell Westbrook as a, an acquisition for us. But well, still, I mean, when, when you got talent, you got talent. 
Yeah, for sure. And I mean, at that time, to be completely fair, um, we didn't know Jimmy's jumper was going to abandon him the way that it has in his tenure in Miami. And we'll get a little bit more to Jimmy later in the episode. But um, yeah, it is very funny when you think about uh, he quote unquote franchise players. Dwayne uh, Wade's jumper got significantly better. LeBron improved his jumper in Miami. Chris Boss improved his jumper in Miami. And Jimmy Butler seems to have lost every single uh, piece of his jumper here. Blame it on the Philly medical staff and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I Blame think. it on Philly. I like that strategy. If tonight ends, can I, can I get real for a second? Sure, Ben, get real. Um, if tonight ends and the the deal that my the only deal Miami's made is that they've acquired Ben Simmons, I'm gonna be very very sad. I think we're all gonna shed a tear for the Heat. Although, look, Ben Simmons is a good player. He, he's a great he, talent. No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, he's a very good player. Just the fit here would be awful, and like Jimmy Butler hates him, so let's not do that. Yeah, let's get Ben Simmons, Cole Anthony Towns, and uh, I don't know uh, Fred Hoiberg well, on this team. From my understanding, uh, from what we've heard, like Cat wasn't the problem there; it was Wiggins. So I'd be perfectly fine with Cat on this team. All right, so let's get Wiggins too. Have a whole party. Chef Trilly will be happy. <laughs> um, something there, a little Easter egg for all you Heat Twitter uh, people out there who are, I believe are the only ones who listen to this show. But um, let's not, hey, let's not worry about a, that. If you're a casual Heat fan and listen to this show, I applaud you. And uh, keep listening and you won't be a casual anymore. Yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, what else do we got to talk about? Olympics? Luke, you, you got oh. anything on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, two games so far, lost to Iran. Uh, winning, no, they beat Iran. Uh, uh, lost to France, uh, France, Iran. You know, man, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, they lost to France. They beat Iran. Bam. Uh, really, the most surprising thing is that I don't think he had any rebounds in that Iran game. Yeah, it was strange. He played... Only 13 of the 40 total minutes, which was playing more, Pop, please. Um, but he had no rebounds. He had three blocks. Uh, one of them was super impression, uh, impression, impressive. Impressive. Uh, impressive. We'll get to him. Uh, one of them was super <laughs> impressive. Um, swatted it, like, out of, air, out of the air in a chase down on uh, Hamid Haddadi, I believe, the uh, Iranian center. But, um, yeah. I thought he looked really good in that France game, especially early. And I'm proud of you. I think that's the first time I've heard you, like, not butcher a foreign player's name. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll, a we'll, bold-faced we'll, lie. We'll, we'll name the Heath's most recent acquisition. Omer Yurt7. Oh, no, is that how you pronounce it? I, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Listen, let's not get a Stephen A. Smith situation on our hands, yeah? Oh, my goodness. Um, all right. No. We, uh, we love all of our foreign-born players. Um, I, for one, am a big fan of that Nigerian national team, and it's kind of sad that they lost both of their games. Um, Jordan Awara looks like a star, though, so that's kind of cool. But um, the three Heat players on Nigeria – 
Not looking great. Well, I, I won't say that. Precious has looked okay. Precious has looked – look, this is what we wanted out of Precious. We wanted him to have the room to make mistakes, and and he's been able to develop quite a bit as a player kind of being in that starting role um, on a Nigerian squad and expected to do the heavy lifting against incredible talent. And this, uh, aside from the Olympics, because obviously this is a heat show, not a Olympics show, having Precious perform this way and perform at such a high level in such a great um, uh, situation in terms of the competition, it really makes me optimistic about his progression later on, whether he's with the Heat or with another team. Yeah. Um We've got summer league starting in what, uh, just under two weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Nigeria's lost both of their games, so I believe they're out of contention from uh, moving on to the knockout round. So it, it it seems like we will be seeing Miami's three uh, young players in summer league. So yeah, the fact that they're able to get this experience and then go and come back and be able to grow more, it's going to be really good for them. Um, Precious looked really good in the open floor, I thought. Gabe has just been missing shots. Like, he looks fine, but he's just missing his shots. Casey still looks lost, and that's that's kind of a concern. Yeah, I, I think that when we first started seeing Casey, and he didn't really look like he knew what he was doing on either end of the floor, the impression was, whoa, he's playing at a high level for the first time. He hasn't had much experience. After an entire season and now some um, international play, I mean, there is something really concerning there. Yeah. Um, just hope he can kind of figure it out, you know. Uh, but that's we'll, – we'll talk more about KZ in this episode, actually. But, uh, you know, a little, so, little teaser there. Do, do you want to uh, uh, tell our listeners – what the uh, three-on-three for this episode is? Well, it's not really a three-on-three since we've only got five. But, um, yeah, the, the, main, the main meat of the episode, our, our main topic today, is wings. We did yes, lemon pepper wings. Mm, man, those Publix wings change your life. Oof. But, uh, no. Hashtag uh, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Just not a Florida yet. thing. Just a Florida thing. Um, but, yeah. Uh, if you guys saw earlier this week, we released uh, parts one and two, which go check out the three episodes we released. Um, go check most it out. Recently. It, it, a, a download is a huge help for us. Um, we would really appreciate it. Or just listening in general, because that means the world. Uh, to me, it means the world. I, I'm positive it means the same to you, Luke. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, th- th- this is my dream job to be able to cover the heat. And so every person who downloads our show, who listens to our episodes, who uh, sends me uh, either comments or, or constructive criticism, I mean, you're just helping me live that dream, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's the biggest one, that last one. Tell us what you want to see. Like, if, if you guys have any suggestions or anything you want to see us do, please tell us, by all means. Um, we'll do our best. But, uh, yeah. We released Guards Part 1 and Part 2, Part 2 with um, our good buddy Tony Schwartz from Five Reasons. 
Um, and uh, covering, in part one, we covered the guys on, who were on the Heat's roster this past season, um, what we would want to see of, of them, or, and if we wanted them back on the roster or not. So what's next down the line in terms of roster construction, in terms of player build, I guess? You got guards and then you got wings. So this is the wings episode, part one, where we'll discuss the guys who were on the roster this past season. Now, there are only five, so we'll just kind of alternate and then just we'll both be giving thoughts, though. So, Luke, and, my friend. And, and part two, we'll try and beg to see if Tony will come back. We could, yeah. Or we could just, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, part two we'll do at some point. We'll have – I want to hopefully get this done before the end of free agency – before free agency starts. But um, we'll uh, – We'll, we'll discuss potential uh, targets. And by that point, who knows? Some of them might be on the roster already. Yeah, who knows? So, Luke? So, I get the first pick. Yes, you now, do. Now, there is a fairly obvious pick right here um, when we're talking about the best wing on the Heat. And as we all know, it's Trevor Ariza, baby. Trevor Ariza. Hey, listen, he's, well, that's not true. I guess he's not the only one of these guys who has a championship. So I, I think, and by the way, Trevor Reza um, played a lot of power forward. And so I think we need to first define what even is a wing. And my definition of it is a, a, a guard is somebody who can be moved down to point guard. Uh Big is somebody who can be played at the center position. And a wing is somebody who can be played at neither the center position or the point guard position. A wing for me is someone who, can, who can't play like the five, but who can reasonably do one through four, but you would rather have them at the three or the four. Because, you know, we've got a guy on, our, on, on the heat like who we'll get to later, like a Jimmy Butler, who does a lot of point guard-y things in terms of facilitating, but is not a point guard, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, Trevor Ariza, this season, I mean, when he came to the Heat, he was exactly what they needed. They needed that power forward who could shoot, who could play defense, but that first part, that shooting part, only lasted so long. And the defense only really applied to a certain type of offensive player because as good as Trevor Reason might be at guarding um, a perimeter player, you do not want his wiry frame going up against a guy like, I don't know, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And so we really... Watson get killed in the postseason because one, he wasn't making his threes, and two, he couldn't have a big enough impact on defense. So for him, if he does come back, the number one thing that he will have to consider is what his role is on the floor. Because if you're going to put a guy like that at the power forward position, you have to adjust your defense for those big lineups that are really spreading across the league right now. So I, I really, I, I like his play. I think that if his shot is more consistent, he can be a great player for us. But at this point, is just too, 
what he gives is just not nearly consistent enough on either side of the court to continue giving him regular rotation minutes, especially if we can find somebody better. Because why did he get so much playing time if he wasn't good enough this year? Well, because there was nobody better. Right. Um, the Heat went – so Ariza played 30 games for Miami this season. Uh, the Heat went 18-12 and 12 with him in the lineup. Um, he averaged nine points and five rebounds on uh, about uh, – where are the splits here? Apologies. A 41% shooting, 35% from three on about five, five attempts a game. Um, something he did this season that surprised me a lot on the offensive end was his willingness to drive, his willingness to go to the basket. Um, it's something I didn't know he had in his game still at this age. Um, the only issue was he got there fine. The only issue was he um, was, if I'm not mistaken, the worst finisher in the league at his position. Like outside of a big, no one, um, no one shot worse around the basket than Trevor Ariza this season. Uh, so you know that was fun. That does not surprise me. I mean, he he's never been that great of a finisher before. He no. Doesn't... Can but, can you uh, teach an old dog a new trick? I mean, sure, but uh, maybe not that one. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, I guess the question really is, uh, Luke, would you want to see him back on the roster next season? Look, I hope that they don't need him back on the roster. I hope they don't need that insert name of power forward who can kind of shoot here. Sure. But at the same time, it is likely that he will once again be playing rotation minutes for them. And if not him, then some other player like that. But my hope is that if he's on the roster as a backup backup forward, and we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I agree with that. I would be fine with having him back next season. I thought what he gave them for the most part was all right. Um, defensively, I guess I could touch on this. Uh, against bigger guys, he kind of had no chance because he's very very skinny, very wiry um, frame. But against smaller guards, he fared surprisingly well. Like they would – there was that Brooklyn game where Bam hit that game winner near the end of the season. For most of that game, they had him on Kyrie, and it worked pretty well, all things considered. Um, so he can guard smaller guys. It's just bigger ones that he has trouble with. Um, I'd be fine seeing him in that backup four role, backup like backup wing role that uh, another guy on this list was uh, was on, who I'll get to in a minute. Um, I'd be okay with having him on the uh, on the roster, but uh, it's my move now, my pick, and uh, I'll be talking about the other uh, sort of four that Miami had on the roster this season. Andre Iguodala. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Andre, so, Andre, fate of the universe on the line, Iguodala. Andre, Andre Group Economics, Iguodala. Um, <laughs> so Andre had a, uh, a decent start to the season, but he really flamed out at the end. Um, for the last couple months of the season, he was not very good. Um, he shot... 33% from three. Um, 
his defense got worse as the season went on because he couldn't stay in front of anyone because he, he just seemed gassed overall. So the reason I uh, – he's a guy I don't really want to see back next season because I think, one, for the money he's going to be – he's due to be making, he's not worth it anymore. And I think you can move him to get as salary filler or as a piece just to get something better. So the reason I say I want Ariza still on the roster is I'd be okay with Trevor Ariza in what Andre Iguodala's role was this season. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, especially given that um, perimeter defense is kind of hard to find. Yes. And if you're playing him in uh, in uh, much fewer minutes, Ariza could have a great impact on this team if his role is reduced um, as a guy who can come in and guard that Kyrie Irving for a couple possessions to give Jimmy that break, to give whoever we have at point guard, uh, fingers crossed, hopefully Kyle Lowry, but uh, to give whatever guards we have a break on defense. And as a guy who can uh, kind of drive to the hoop, who can kind of shoot threes, He's just a good, all-around, not-great-at-anything kind of guy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, that's about it on Andre. I thought he was all right sometimes this year, but other times just not very good, um, especially as the season went on, just more and more not very good. But yeah. Well, he just couldn't shoot at all. No, he couldn't, and that was a big that's- issue. Well, because when you talk about what the Heat need at Power Forward, the number one thing is shooting. Yeah. The number one thing is having that spacing for Jimmy and Bam. And literally, Andre created that spacing. He was open every possession and could never capitalize on it. But, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Um, Luke, would you want him back next year? Andre, you know, for for a good playoff game or two, where I like to have that guy in the back end of my roster, absolutely. But for the money he's going to want, for the playing time he's going to want, there's just little appeal to putting any effort into bringing that guy back. Yeah, I I think we're in agreement on that. Um, you want to take your next pick? Yeah. I'm going to finally take the obvious choice here. And I'm taking uh, my favorite player in the world right now, Mr. Jimmy G. Bucket. And Ben, do you know what the G stands for? Uh, Geronimo. No. Dude, and come on. You know it stands for um, Oh, it's, okay. My, my next guest was going to be Goron because of how close they are. Yes, Jimmy Butler changed his middle name to Gore, um, or Gogi. Yeah, Jimmy Gogi Bucket. J- hey, not, ooh, not a bad name there. I think I might have to just name my future son that. Oh. Jogi. Yeah. Anyway, so, Jimmy Butler. Can, can I just say, and we've talked a lot about players and what they need to improve on. And I know the obvious thing, Jimmy needs to make his shooting better. Jimmy needs to 
um, be uh, um, more reliable so that the team can have a bit more spacing and whatever. But you know what, Jim, Jim, Jimothy, you're 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 doing great. You know, man, you're you're just you're you're just doing incredibly, and and I, I'm speaking as if Jimmy Butler is listening to this podcast, which he definitely does. Um, but Jimmy, man, man, you're so good, man. So just good. just 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 keep doing your stuff, and hopefully, the team can acquire the right pieces so that you don't have to average a triple double, so that we're not hearing Jim VP chants in the middle of the season. Even though I don't know, man, that was kind of that part was kind of fun. Oh, it was very fun, but then he had nothing left for the playoffs. I mean, yeah. Jimmy is so good. But it's also just so unfair to him that he has to carry the team every night. And that's why when we were talking about what this season reminded us of, the first thing that came to mind was 2014. Because every game in 2014. That was you. Yeah, that was me. I said 07. I I know, I'm saying that's what I said. You said I said... Okay, well, I said we discussed it, but um, we did, we did I, the, re- I'm sorry, the I'm reason why, yeah, come on, Ben, stop being a jerk, or we'll trade you for Kendrick Nunn, Kelly Olenek, and a second round pick. Not Kendrick anyways. Nunn. Yeah. Anyway, so Jim, you're you're just you're great, and it feels like 2014 because in 2014, literally every game, the Heat would just be in a terrible position and LeBron would just have to come in and save them. And that's what the entire 2021 season was. Just the Heat would play terrible basketball and Jimmy Butler would have to save them. And I I think Jimmy Butler is a bit tired of having to save them. And I would be. Especially, we, we saw how tired he was in the playoffs. And so I am just the, the the improvement that I'm seeking out of Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler just figure out a way to get some help. Yeah. Stop. Get some help. Yeah. Um. I mean, he had the best season of his career. Uh, Without a half, doubt. Yeah, 21 and a half points, which was the third highest he's ever had. Led the league in, steal, in steals uh, with 2.1, which was a career high. Uh, seven assist, seven, 7.1 assists a game, which is a career high, and top 10 in the league. Uh, 6.9 rebounds, nice, which was a career high. Um, you know, he shot for almost 50% from the field, which by far a career high. I mean, Don't he was read the three-point percentage. Yeah, he shot 24.5% from three and uh, two attempts a game. But, um, I mean, it got better as the season went on. I mean – there's not much you could really say. He's fantastic. You know, he did everything they needed from him. Um, it's just a shame that, you know, they still needed more. But whatever. Um, I don't, you know, of course we both want him back on the team next year. That's that's obvious. Jimmy Butler um, is a superstar. You just need to build around a superstar in order to get a great team. Correct. And you know who's a piece uh, around a superstar that is a good piece, but might cost a little too much? Well, you know, they always say uh, 
As uh, somebody or he who shall not be named once said, we got shooters. Yes. So. Or at least we did. Duncan McBride Robinson um, was really good last year. Like, I would call him an all-around better basketball player than in his first real season. Uh, he spells McBride with a Y, by the way. Uh, he, you know, 13 points on 41% three-point shooting, which is considered a down year for him, which is absolutely wild. Um, you know, uh, three and a half rebounds a game, nearly two assists a game. I thought he was really good. He played every game this season. Um, he added um, about one and a half two-point attempts per game to his shot uh, chart. Um, his defense improved. His facilitating improved. He's, he became a better pick-and-roll ball handler. Um, yeah, Duncan was really good this year. Uh, Luke, how much would you pay Duncan Robinson? I'll, I'll cut right to the chase. How much would you pay him? Uh, on the spot. Per year. When, per you year. Think of, when, when you think about this, you have to take into account that if you're paying Duncan Robinson however much money, that's money that's not going to somebody else. That's money that's not going to Kyle Lowry. That's not going to um, whoever else you're looking well, to add. Maybe. Maybe. That's maybe it depends on how the Heat operate if they operate as an over the cap team or not. But it's it's a it's a whole thing. Let me put it this way: JJ Redick on the Sixers made what twenty million dollars, something like that. Something like that. I don't know what you think, but I think Duncan Robinson right now is better than JJ Redick on the Sixers. Um. No. <laughs> no, I don't. JJ, as a facilitator on the Sixers, was important to what they did. However, and that two-man game he had with them. However, I think Duncan is capable this season of being better than JJ Redick was with the Sixers. Duncan's a better shooter. He's a better shooter. He's it better was 20, at moving it was 23 off million. ball. It was $23 million. Okay, then if I'm Duncan Robinson, and by the way, I'm a lot younger than J.J. Redick on the Sixers, and I'm fast, I'm better at moving off ball. Um, J.J. probably a better uh, defender, but Duncan bigger. I wouldn't say so. I'd say about even there. But, um, no, so... <clears throat> I'd give Duncan... 20, 21, 22. I mean, he's, he's going to okay, demand wow. somewhere in that range. With JJ in his year. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna ask for that much. I think a team like New Orleans who has cap space might give him that much, but I don't know. I'd give him in like the seventeen to eighteen million range. Um well, that's how much I give him. I'm telling that how much he's gonna ask for. That's fair. So here's the thing. Would you rather who's the worst player you would sign and trade Duncan Robinson for? I guess is the question. I think there's always an idea of signing and trading Robinson and Nunn and even Gore for draft picks for a future deal. 
Um, but if you want to talk about player personnel, would I sign if we're looking at targets that we've looked at in the past? Um, would I sign and trade Duncan Robinson and I don't know, whatever else for Kyle Lowry? Obviously. Would I do it for uh, DeJounte Murray? Still, yeah. Obviously. Ooh, I don't know about that one. You wouldn't? Maybe, maybe. It push. Um, okay, well, well let, me, let me throw the name in there. I, obviously, we've spoken about Brennan Ingram, and that I would do in a heartbeat. Yes. But here's a player that might drive some debate. Lonzo Ball. No, I'm not doing it. You're not. You're gonna pay Duncan Robinson twenty million dollars. Lonzo does not replace what Duncan does in a way that's substantial enough to make me do it. I know, but then are you letting Duncan walk away? No. I. I don't know. It's tricky because, like, I wouldn't trade him for Lonzo. I love Lonzo. I think Lonzo's fantastic, but I don't think he helps the Heat enough to where I would trade Duncan Robinson for it, for him. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. But at, at the same time, we're, we're talking about paying a guy who... All, it's so well, okay. weird. Let's, let's, let's look at it this way. The worst case scenario... Well, hmm. The worst-case scenario, in my opinion, is that the Heat re-signed Duncan for a lot of money because I don't think that they would let him walk because they, the Miami is not a team that lets value out, walk out the door for nothing. You know, I, I just – but I, obviously the worst, worst-case scenario is he walks out the door for nothing, but the Heat are a smart enough organization to where they wouldn't let that happen. Um, now, in terms of players – uh, man, I think a guy like Ingram, obviously do it in a heartbeat. A guy like Lowry, um, is tougher, but I'd still do it. You know, it's when you get into that range of, of attainable guys like Alonzo Ball, I would not do it for, but you know, then you have other guys who might be available. Like, you know, I don't know what the, what, what the wizards are doing. I really don't know what the wizards are doing, but I'd trade him for Beal, like, obviously. Um, you know, in terms of, like, other Yeah, but these options. are obvious. Ones. Yeah. These, like, are, I, these are obvious options. Of course you're going to trade Colin Sexton. Like an all-star. Colin Sexton. Done. Would you do it? Really? Done. Wow. In a, okay. in a heartbeat. Because we're talking about paying, and look, I know what Duncan does. You don't have Andre to explain Drummond. To Andre Drummond. No. <laughs> look, I, I know a there's a lot would, of people on, 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 on Twitter. Everyone listening to this, that was a joke. Please do not think I'm serious about wanting Andre Drummond. Look, we happen to be in the year 2021 where having a guy who physically cannot move is not a good thing. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. All but, right, um, we got we got one player left, one more wing, and uh, he's the best we, one. We, no, we we touched on this earlier in kind of a sad tone. I think more sadness is about to come, partly because we actually traded 
into the like we traded away a second. Three seconds. Pick. Three of them. Mm. I'll kill for one right now. We know they're like according to reports that have come out, the Heat are more desperate than they've ever been to try and get into this draft. Would we traded three picks for Casey Akpala. We did. A quick uh moment of uh, silence uh, in uh, honor of those three picks that were so terribly sacrificed without just cause and will die in vain probably on like Boston or something mm. um, so yeah uh, Casey like I'm not, I'm not completely out on him yet just give him time you know because like something I think we all forget when the Heat drafted him, he was rehabbing an injury. Like, he hasn't gotten a lot of time to play healthy basketball, you know? I think he's had a lot of time. And, uh, look, I, I hate being a pessimist, but at the same time... There's a little role reversal here. Yeah, we, we have seen no evidence yet that Casey Akpala is an NBA player. And it's really sad because I had high hopes for him. I really, uh, I, I was really a big fan of his and um, I, I hope that I'm wrong. But even the Olympics, the games he's played so far, maybe he'll tune it up and be a lot better in summer league, but nothing I've seen so far would suggest that he'll be a valuable piece of the roster or a good trade asset going forward. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think these next few weeks are going to be critical for him. But um, that's about it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Luke, uh, you want to wrap up since you started? Or? Yeah, sure. So... I think we've gone through the uh, uh, wings of the team. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got for today. But thank you, everybody, for listening to the Hoop Ball Heat podcast. And uh, that's our show. Yeah. Hope you all uh, enjoy the music. We, uh, we thought we'd, we'd, uh, we'd let you all out a little bit um, smoother. You know. Oh yeah, let, let, let's get that smooth jazz in here. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Hope you all have a great morning, afternoon, evening, depending on when you're listening. Draft. And uh, yeah, enjoy the draft, and we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.